What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Now I am recording. Oh! Hello, hello. Hello! Everyone got their taxes done. I did not. I did not. I did it again. Wow. How do you do your taxes? Um, I put stuff together and then I, I, well, this year we uploaded it into the internet somewhere. What? Um, curiously, uh, we actually just got our tax returns back from our tax man. And, uh, the, you know, it's just like one PDF. Mm-hmm. And there's like a letter in the first page. Mm-hmm. And the letter was dated 2023, but it was definitely the letter from 2022. You know, who has time to write another letter? I thought, this is confusing. You know, just re- just put a new and date. Does send not bode the letter. well. Does not bode well for I think it's great. Whatever's they, going on. They cannot be writing you a fresh letter every year. It's crazy. Well, it's a letter with actual information. Oh, with numbers and stuff? Uh-huh. Whoops! It's like, this is what you owe here and there, and this is what you need to do. And I'm going to owe... like, what? I'm going to owe so much money this year. It's going to be... It's going to be <sighs> groundbreaking for me. Um, but that's I, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happens when you are Broadway, baby. Oh, speaking of Broadway. Oh. Oh. Fantastic costumes for the show. Why, thank you. I saw dancing. Jeremy and our friend Jacob came to see dancing. And it's a Broadway show. That's right. I have to say, if you love a Broadway show, you should go see dancing. Oh, excuse me. They don't, Millions get, they don't make them much better than this. <laughs> they really don't. They really don't. Um, uh, we're going we're gonna to go deep over on the Patreon about uh, what the 2023 wow. Dancing Revival. Huge tease here Bob on, on the primary. You're uh, going to have to fork over some tease. dough. Oh, I have a question. Okay. <clears throat> what is the least amount one can pay? I, I don't know. Probably like a dollar or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. This is this is years ago when this was set up. Go to Patreon. Be a $1 patron and listen to our... Uh, it might be $5. It's, it's, you know, it's negligible. Negligible. And look. After you listen to the dancing thing, you can unsign up yourself. <laughs> um, but hopefully you'll forget it's true. It's and just true. keep giving us <laughs> monthly payments of five dollars. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep um, putting stuff there for because uh, that's how it works. That is exactly how, how it works. works. <laughs> um, uh, happy Easter. <laughs> Easter was yesterday. It's Monday, the I day did after Easter. I did not know that it was Easter until the middle of the day. Yeah. No well, idea. And whatever. then I met Stuart and Maggie in Prospect Park, and we had a picnic, and somewhere in the middle oh, of that picnic, someone said, oh, nice. happy Easter, Easter, by the way. I thought, wow. You know, Christ I was, is risen once again. I was really thinking a lot more about Jewish holidays because... 
I had just been to the Morgan Basakis show here at Abrams on, on, uh, it must have been Saturday night. And, um, it was so wonderful and it was a, it was a comedy kind of commentary show, but in, inter- mm. peppered into the comedy were really, um, you know, serious talks about, mm. about the kind of colonialist nature of Jewish people in Palestine and the holidays that mm. are, it was complicated and I was laughing, laughing, laughing. And then suddenly towards the very end, I was crying. Wait, wait, the, the situation in Israel is complicated. <laughs> no, no way. No, the show was complicated. Ay, ay, ay. And, um, it was great. Morgan was so funny and fast and like took audience participation. It was wonderful. Oh, community. I loved it. And then I did not celebrate Easter, but I did sit in the cold sun in Prospect Park mm. for a little while. Mm. Yeah. It's I think this is this is the end of the cold sun. Is it? Yeah, I think I mean it's gonna be eighty something this week. I think what? the the like twenty degree moment is 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 coming to an end. This is wow. my hope. This is, and I think. I think it's happening. Eighty I, de- I, is when is it gonna be eighty degrees? I need to prepare. Um, I think like Thursday. But I don't mean in prepare. the past. In mean... the past, for our, for our, for our, st- our live studio audience, it's gonna be eighty right. eighty three on Thursday, eighty four on Friday. What? So if, if wow. you're listening on Friday, okay. maybe it's going to be hot. Maybe you're you're somewhere else. No, I need to prepare I'm physically right and emotionally because Okay, so today this is this is here in Germantown. Today the high is 64. Tomorrow the high is 71. Oh. But I've been more God. so paying attention to the lows. The lows are more where I, my interest is. So yeah, yeah. today the low is low is 27. What? Tomorrow that is the a low is huge... 36. And Huge then the range. low is 50, 50, 52, 56, 56, 51, 46, and then a 39, but that, a 39 is not a 26. No, that's true. Wow, whatever. you're having so, sub-zero temperatures out there yeah, in Germantown. Yeah, it's still, still dropping down. And I'm, so talking, that's, that's so, I'm right. talking Celsius, obviously, because of my three years in Canada. And, um... Uh-huh. Canadian temperatures. Sub-zero, we say. Sub-zero. Um, <laughs> and what we are talking about is just freezing. Just when water freezes at zero degrees. Because that actually makes sense, unlike 32, which makes absolutely Literally no sense. Literally makes sense. No sense. Um, so, wait. Listen up. Okay. I, I was thinking the other day about the way in which we we often leave our house. Mm-hmm. And we have no sense, or at least I often have no sense of exactly how hot or cold it will be this time of year. So I'm out there walking around in a down mm. coat, sweating, mm. sweating, uh-huh. or I've gone out in a sweatshirt and I'm shiver me timbers because yeah. I had yeah. too much confidence in the warmth. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I choose... What's to, to be done? What's to be I done I could look at it? my phone and it could tell me what to prepare for, but I choose to not do that. Okay. Much Did in the you way. Come up with an alternative. No, but I also oh. choose oh, okay. choose to participate not in contemporary phone culture by not knowing when the subway is going to come and just going. You know. You're living in the moment, one cold, hot moment at a time. Yeah, I want to just leave my house and not like 
worry and just get to the subway station. Maybe it's going to rain. Maybe Maybe it's it's going to snow. I'll have an umbrella in my backpack. And if the train is going to arrive in 11 minutes, that's okay. I was at, oh, what's that moot? What's that story? What's that store that I went to? I don't know. Muji? Muji. We love. And I saw ultra light umbrellas and I thought maybe I should get one. I didn't. Seems like a bad idea. I did think, um, you know, carrying around, I did have an umbrella in my bag and Mm -hmm. I did think, oh, it'd be nice if that was really light. I see. Instead of not as light as it could be. I feel my umbrella is pretty light. I don't notice it. I have an iPad in there, so obviously it's lighter than that. Mm, uh, um, are you watching Beef? Beef? Beef. No. I don't I, know what that is. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it's called it. Beef. And it's on Netflix. It is a series starring Ali Wong and Dan... What is his name? The guy Beef. from Minari. Korean actor. Beef. Korean American. I don't think I've... I haven't been on Netflix in a long time. I should probably just cancel that. But Beef. Um, his name is Stephen Yuan. And uh, Yun? Yun. Stephen Yun. And um, it's excellent. It's an A24 produced program. Oh, it's a movie? No. no. It is a television. Oh. They've moved wow. into TV. Episodic. Okay. They're taking over. They are. And it has, like, it's, it's complex. It's very complex character-wise because you really are, like, these, I don't know who to side with. These people are making bad decisions, and I care about them. It's complex. Okay. Great. Yeah. And I want you to watch it. Yeah. It's about de- okay. depressed people. Oh, no. I know. It's spring. Well, I'm, I'm also... I relate at, right now. I'm in a place of, like... I'm in a serotonin dip that I can't... I haven't quite, mm. I haven't quite gotten out of. Well, the show opened, and now you have nothing. Yeah, it was a big... I knew the pendulum was going to swing. You know, I knew that. And so, this isn't a surprise. But at the same time, it is real. And the sun is out. And it's... I don't care. (laughs) Mm, mm. (coughs) Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. One step in front of the other. Thank you. Just step, step by uh, and big. you can watch did you, I, I assume Netflix does a full drop of series uh, you have the whole series there did you watch I the whole see, thing no already? I'm only up to episode 3 or so so I've okay. got a lot to deal with and okay. also I have the latest episode of Succession and I haven't I haven't but I did see uh, I, I guess it's dramatic or something happens I don't know well it's every epi- episode it. every episode some kind of cruelty trauma you know it's difficult right it's literally the same thing happens in every episode it's just different just a little bit different i'm waiting for i need it to end this is a show i need to end yeah i think i'm i'm ready for it to be over um um i think i was in a way i was ready for it to be over when it began but yeah um yeah no yeah i don't think it i don't think it makes my life better i guess that's maybe the feeling i'm like this this is this is quality but it's uh well, depressing. It teaches depressing. it teaches me very little that I can apply to my own life. I just can't relate to those people in any way, actually. Right, and nor do I really want to be thinking about such things. Right. I I also saw a movie at the movie theater. Can you believe it? Wow. Yeah, I'm I was, going to see a movie tomorrow. What did you see? Okay, 
but it was very impulsive. And yeah. you're not, I don't want you to be mad, but I have another friend named Jeremy. I know. This, this happens. Yeah. So my friend Jeremy Shipper is back in town from California. And it was, you know, we both are freelancers. He's a freelance architect and I do whatever I do. And um, <laughs> it was, I was here in my studio. I said, oh, what are you up to today? I said, you want to see a movie? He said, yeah. I said, okay, <clears throat> well, here are options. The movie we want to see is playing at four, six, and eight. And I just said, I want to go at four. I just, I felt it, impulsively. Absolutely. The best time to see a movie. Right. Because nobody was there. And when we walked out, it was still light. But I did yeah. feel incredibly disoriented. Yeah. Because to yeah. leave a movie at time. To leave the movies at dinner is really weird. Mm. But we did eat dinner eventually. But I, after we went, I went and looked at his new apartment in the East Village and I unpacked and cleaned for him because it's again oh it was a compul- what theater did you go to and my favorite movie theater in the city which is regal essex crossing which is our yeah yeah it's the best i was hoping that that seems yeah. very nice to it's go to that for absolutely music. the most comfortable it's the best it's like being in a shopping mall somewhere else far away well this is a uh i had a i i went to a shopping mall in new york city too that was mainly my experience Oh, when you saw And I thought, this seems somehow, I mean, correct for what the city is now, and grotesque as that is, you know. I, I just, there were, there were tourists who, who were talking, and they had gone to the High Line, and now they were at this mall. They're everywhere. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, 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 that's right. But yeah. Um, at any rate, we went and saw the movie Air. This is about the shoes? The shoes movie. Wow. I um I made a bad choice. Yeah. That there's no way that this is a movie worth going to a theater to see. You're correct. You're absolutely um, correct. And I I This is with Matt Damon? Yeah, and, and my interest in ben the movie Affleck. came solely from having seen a preview and then relating it to that excellent documentary about about the Bulls and Michael Jordan that came right. out several years ago. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. so I thought, wow, this is a topic I am invested in because of my love of that documentary. And so I went to this film, which had 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is not a thing I look at, but it, it's nothing. it did come up. And so I um, I sat through this Ben Affleck-directed film um, that he's uh-huh. also in, unfortunately... He and Matt Damon have diverged in their acting skills as time has gone on, uh-huh. where Matt Damon has only kind of improved and kind of grown more deeply into his skills as an actor, and Ben Affleck has grown worse and more disconnected and strange on camera. I'm sorry that you went to see that movie. I there were probably that. other movies. There were that I didn't see. Right. I, I would have rather seen Ant-Man, I have a feeling. Boy, I'm going to see. I think it's called Showing Up, the new Kelly Reichardt. Oh, that's what I wanted to see. Very excited, very excited. Kelly teaches at Bard, so there's a special screening that she'll be at. Wow, that's that's what I'm gonna go see next. Very excited, very (coughs) excited, very. Um, 
Mm. Uh, and also uh, a bit a bit mysterious that someone seems some someone I know seems seems to have not liked this movie. So I'm also curious about that. So always, always someone fun. likes it and someone doesn't. Always, yeah, yeah, always. But I have think of a movie, Jeremy, loved. that everybody loved. Think of a mm, movie. Think mm. of one. I can't do it. <laughs> nope, can't do right? it. I wonder uh, if there's anyone out there who really disliked Minari. What is that? What? What's the, what's that? What? Min, Minari? It's that excellent movie about the Korean family who's trying to make a go of it in the United States. And it's really hard. I don't think I've seen this movie. And the grandmother in the movie won an Oscar for it. This is just... Two, huh. two years ago. Uh, don't know about it. It's so good. And the soundtrack is excellent. And all the actors are okay. excellent. And it's a beautiful film. It's really beautiful. Okay. I don't know. I've never heard of it. <coughs> um, highly recommend. Highly I recommend. I saw it. Who knows? Okay. Think of another movie that perhaps everybody liked. Uh, Wait. I got it. Oh. Probably like a... What, what, is, what are you thinking? Parasite. Yeah, well, you know, Donald Trump didn't like the, the you know, there there are people who just like hate people. So yeah, I can't imagine. Like I don't think Donald Trump would have sat through a movie like that. No, the only movie Donald Trump could watch is one starring himself. I think he could watch Top Gun. I mean, arraigned. She got arraigned. We didn't talk about this. What does that mean? Um, it means that she had to go to the court and face charges of. Oh, you know, right. But then scheduled the trial for December or something crazy like that? Yeah, I don't even think it's that soon. Let's I, get it over like, with. Like Come January. on. Just do it. These things take forever. They don't. They shouldn't have to. Well, I mean, this does seem like a special case that maybe could. But, you know, I don't know. I don't. This is. This is this all just needs this. We need to uh, we need to turn the page on this whole person situation. But uh, TBD, TBD. Uh, yeah, that's you know it's unfortunate because like we don't we don't really get to celebrate because it's still too scary. Oh yeah, no celebration. So, I mean, there needs to be a yeah. result until before a celebration. Yeah, well, but also things never end. You know, there are always repercussions for everything. So right, right, right. In the um, okay, go on. I can't even think. What of other did you uh, did you see some other dance? Um. Well, I saw Beth, which you know about and everyone else in the world does know about. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wouldn't it be nice to see that again? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I went to Kyle Abraham's show twice. Wow. Well, one and a half. One and a half. At the Joys. At the Joys. Because, um, well, we love Kyle and Harriet. You know, we did those costumes for Kyle's film in response to... Land Rover that the BAC people made um, during the pandemic. I never saw this, right? I don't know. No, I don't think but so. But 
basically BAC put together a program to be watched online of sections from Merce Cunningham's Land Rover starring Shalvar and Jacqueline from Alvin Ailey, who we love. <clears throat> and then commissioned two New York choreographers, Kyle Abraham and Liz Gehring, to make their own duets in response to mm-hmm. um, Land Rover. And Reed and Harriet dressed the whole shebang. Oh, and this is called Motor Rover? That's the Kyle one, yeah. That happened at... Um, the Joyce. The Joyce. So yes, this was the first time Motor Rover was being performed outside the context of being filmed at BAC. So... Suddenly, it was an on-stage production. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But in addition to that, um, there was an adi- there was a oh new- no, I did see this dance. That's right. There was a new cast it's of it. I, lo- I thank you. I'm glad you saw it. Um, there was a new cast of it with two women, and so we had to make them new costumes. And so I went once and saw the show on Wednesday with the cast that I'm familiar with. Although no, one of the men dancers is different. And then I went back on Saturday afternoon and I saw um, the first half of the show because I wanted to see the other cast. That's nice. And it's a piece performed in silence. It's absolutely excellent. And also on the program, B.B. Miller, um, Kyle was showing a B.B. Miller solo from 1989 that was just such a pleasure. I can't tell you. It was truly wonderful. And the dancer, a female dancer, Tamisha, and then also Catherine in an alternative cast Mm -hmm. was wearing a red scoop neck, long sleeve velvet unitard with a red velvet skirt. And it was just heaven. It was a heaven costume. And there was a square patch of grass situated in the center of the stage. And I'm not talking turf. I'm talking real grass. Um, and they danced on it at times and it was wonderful and I loved it. I love that. And Kyle has a tremendously talented company and I'm happy, I feel privileged and happy to be involved with the work that Kyle, the good work that Kyle does. I just listened to the interview on Moving Moments. Is that what the podcast is? Oh, with Kyle? Did I make that up? I I think you're right. Um, I'm, I'll listen to that. It's very sweet. Um, we love, we love, we love. Yeah. And you, how, what have you been up to besides uh, your excursion into the city to see the Broadway? Um, I have no idea. I know, it's hard, right? I it's don't hard. know. It's hard to remember what's, what's too much. I've been doing too much. Basically. Have you, have you been doing housework or just looking at your computer kind of work? Um, oh, I made the, I'm uh, these, uh, doing this work for Gary Graham. Oh, yes. So I that, Maggie told been, me about it. That's been, uh, I think I'm, I'm pretty much done with my part. So, um, things will, things are coming out over the course of a couple of weeks. Okay. I'm excited. We all love Gary Graham. Follow Gary so Graham. So that was, that was, that was, uh, you know, deadline, uh, craziness is some of this content going to be on instagram yes some of it is on instagram already oh great okay and then there's like a a a 12 minute thing that'll be on youtube a featurette a featurette yeah it's a kind of doc a process documentary 
thing. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I love documentaries. Fact, yeah, it's it's I think I Oh. Something. I started the Brooke Shields documentary last night. Oh yeah, but, I watched that. But Hulu would not have volume last night, mm. so I didn't watch it. Yeah. So, um I don't it's know what to say about fine. It. I I I feel like it's fine. Okay. I cannot believe the set design for the interviews, but um Oh. Well, now I'm really it, excited. It's crazy. Uh, um, yeah. What was that documentary I watched where people were sitting there and then their sippy cups were by their feet? They're like water bottles. And I thought, just take it out of the frame. Like, I don't want to see that. I was like, I'm so distracted. No. Um, I wonder which one that was. I can't recall. Anyways, I love, I love, I love a docuseries. I do want to watch that movie that Brooke Shields was in as a child uh, that was my big takeaway from the documentary which one where she she's a she plays up like a child prostitute in this movie which is like I think it's called the same as this documentary oh gosh I don't I can't remember don't what it's called like that. baby doll or something oh right a baby face what is it baby face I don't uh, know if that's the movie Louis Mall. Wow. um Susan Sarandon's in it Wow, she must be very young in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's cool. I, um, my brain is going to Tatum O'Neill. <laughs> sure. I, Jodie Foster. Yeah, yeah. People uh, did not, yeah. Tatum O'Neill, yikes. Tatum O'Neill not work out was well in uh, Paper Moon. Um, won an Oscar Paper for Moon. it. Yeah. And then, yeah. um. Like, and then, and then her parents didn't show up. Yeah, she was devastated forever. But she's, I think, pulled it together through you know a lot of work. She was on a Drag Race. Yeah, was episode she on as a judge? Yeah. I also um, the other day thought about how, when I was growing up, there were advertisements on television for The Secret Garden, a Broadway musical. Hmm. And this and? girl, this little girl would sing this song about the garden. I need a place to spend the day where no one says to go or stay. Something like that. Mm. And that woman, child at the time, was Daisy Egan, who did go on to win a Tony Award for her work in The, the Secret Garden. And then Lena Dunham had the brilliant idea of having what? Daisy Egan be on an episode of Girls as her sort of doppelganger. Ah. Like, Daisy Egan was like an actress. I can't remember the plot point of the plot line of that particular episode, but I do remember thinking like, oh my god, it's Daisy Egan. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker was Annie. As a child on Broadway, isn't that something? Uh-huh. I watched like her first. I watched her on the Rosie O'Donnell show, like the for, for her first Sex in the City interview. Wow! It's so she's like, oh, I'm on the show. It's like sort of scandalous. Wow! There is a. I know we've moved into full non sequiturs now. I don't even know how we got where we are, but there is a Rosie O'Donnell 
um, performance that Whitney Houston gives uh-huh. after having missed being on an episode wow. of the Rosie O'Donnell show oh. where Rosie relentlessly teases mm. the fact that Whitney had not made it on the episode by saying like, oh, she's, she's sick. And she's like doing it in quotations. Cause she, uh-huh. she's like basically being like this, not possible that she canceled five minutes before and she's sick. You uh-huh. know? So Whitney then made it up to Rosie by showing up for an episode and sat for an interview and performed a song from Cinderella. Oh, wow. And it is one of the best live vocal performances you may ever see. It is truly astounding. I believe it. I and mean, she is singing to a recorded track and she just sits on a stool and but she's here's, sing- I mean, this is for me the, the, well, there are lots of tragedies with Whitney Houston. God, but she's the music one of the that she has to sing to is so bad, and she is like delivering. I know, just like this epic <clears throat> performance every single time. And this the music is, is just garbage. Truly, this song she sings is called "The Music in Me." I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, how? How? how um, it's perfect. It's music. Music gold. Exactly. How prescient, and um. She sings her ass off, and it's truly incredible. Get ye to your YouTube now to watch some cool grainy footage of a Whitney Houston singing to a recorded track and and nailing it. <laughs> nailing it. Her voice cracks at the end when she has to like go up to this really high note, but she gathers her wits and pulls it together. Love it. She's a real singer. I love that. She's a real, real. She really, singer. she really, she really did it. It's part of the tremendous tragedy of that whole situation. Does anyone want um, to go on a date with me? I'm just using. I'm just going to use dance and stuff as yeah, a yeah DM as DM. a blind date platform. I have a little yeah. time. I have a little time. Yeah. Um. Uh, slide into the, our DMs. Yeah. Dance and stuff, or or reads. Yeah, private if you'd personal. like to go on a date with a a, a depressed person. <laughs> yeah, or or a, a you know set up a blind date with someone you you kind of like. Just a just kind of like even. Yeah, I mean, I'm good for a dinner. I can talk. Yeah, I yeah I think. You, It'd be a great date, even if it's, you know, not a match. I mean, listen to what we're doing on this podcast. The proof is in the pudding, as mm-hmm. they say. The Talk proof is in YouTube. the pudding. Ah! Um, Wait, I also, a, also. I made a Melissa Clark butter chickpea dish that was really good. Oh. Very, very good reviews on my, on my, uh. Buttered chickpeas. Now, is there rice involved dinner. or something? Um, you know, it's like buttered chicken indian right so it's riffing dish. on butter chicken but it's chickpeas um, but it's vegetarian delicious it's vegetarian now it's butter chick does butter chicken have a tomato component that gives it that yeah. pink, pinkish hue yeah yeah it's oh. a it's a it's a uh coconut milk tomato mix that gives it that color uh-huh yeah yummy Delish. um one of our um well one of the most important people to this podcast, Derek Smith, one of the mm-hmm. one of the great dance and stuff historians, 
uh -huh. um, was at Morgan's show on Saturday. We had a lovely chat because we were both so there nice. incredibly early to get on the wait list. Oh. Yes. And um, it was such a pleasure to see Derek. And I thought about how, how, how they... Um, they reminded me that I had at one point described the plot of AI and made myself cry on an episode of this podcast. That mm. is important work mm. yeah. that has been accomplished. I was trying to think if there was a Spielberg, a, a great Spielberg movie after that. You know, have you seen Bridge of Spies? Read. <laughs> that can't possibly. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not saying, like, you know, an, any nice movies since then. But, like, you know, you're, some of the great Hollywood movies have been made by, by Spielberg. Okay, so, wait. I gotta look but, into this. you know, an AI so, is... Bear with me is, for a moment. You know. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna read off the list and we'll, we'll talk about it, okay? Yeah. Spielberg movie history okay filmography please steven spielberg filmography here we go okay films i watched uh, about three minutes of bros on amazon because it's free whoa and i i said no that's that's Thank tough you. i never tried it it looks that, so bad wow okay I'm going back to AI, which was 2001, okay? 2001, Now, yeah. this is amazing because he was coming off of, um, of um, a bunch of hit. Well, wow, he took a break after Schindler's List, which stands to reason, you know? I mean. So he basically made Hook, <laughs> which is one of the most overproduced films in history. Love, love it. But we love. I love it. Love. Made two films in 1993 can, can, and one of them is Schindler's List and do you think you could figure out the other one? In 1993? Mm-hmm. Certainly not. Jurassic Park. Wow. Yeah. Well okay. this is you know this is a thing where like they came out the same year who knows. Right. Like right. Jurassic was the, 10 years Jurassic in the making. Jurassic Park must have taken yeah. Forever. With all the computer shit. Wow. It was can you believe it. What a year. I can't. I literally can't. What a still, year. Still can't believe that those two movies. Same year. So it stands to reason time. then that he wow. needed a four-year break before wow. the second wow. Jurassic Park and Amistad then came out in the same year. <laughs> four-year break. It's crazy. 1998, we have Saving Private Ryan. Two thousand three years until AI in 2001. Okay? Yeah. So now it's 2002, and we're looking at Minority Report and Catch Me If You Can. Okay, so this is this is where it happens then. Where right. you just kind of slide into a kind of Tom Hanks regularness kind of, just going to make some movies. But Tom Cruise did does, when I think about it, seem like a logical extension of AI. It's using a similar aesthetic. Tom Cruise. And it is a, it's a really fun movie, The Minority Report. Yeah, no, these are, you know, I'm not saying these are bad movies. Yeah. But they there is a kind of, like, uh, relaxing. Right. 
for lack of a okay. better. Are you ready? 2004, we're moving into The Terminal. Again, Tom Hanks. This is what I mean. Like, relax. Okay, let's relax. Let's just make some, like... Right. Some nice Americana. Right. Right. Okay. Now we're going into 2005. And I wonder how old Spielberg is at this time. When well... Was, when, was he, when was he born? Okay, you ha- you're going to have to look that up. Oh, my goodness. I don't want to open When do you it. think he was... I, like... I think see I think Steven Spielberg was born in yeah like nineteen somewhere between nineteen forty five and nineteen fifty. Nineteen forty six. There we go. So, yeah. So at this point, Steven Spielberg is fifty five, uh, sixty years old. Right, in two thousand five. Yeah. Making Let's War of the that. Worlds. Uh-huh. War of the Worlds. And Munich are 2005. Uh-huh. Okay. I really liked War of the Worlds. I, d- I think I saw Munich because I wanted to look at Eric Bana with his shirt off, but I don't remember the movie. Well, I think this is, this is, this is sort of what ha- is happening here. You know, they're, they're like, we're making, we're making movies. Yeah. They're making it's a totally thing. totally fine. Yeah. He's it's looking totally at fine. history. Uh, 2008. Now we had another three-year break. And there's a movie that I'm having trouble believing which is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Right, so here we are. Here we are. We're just making more movies. What is that? Is Harrison Ford in that? another Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford continues to be in these movies. Well, I'm excited for this next Indiana Jones with the wonderful woman from um, Fleabag. Uh, And Harrison Ford. And Harrison Ford. Ay, ay, ay. And it's going to be a journey through time because there's something that makes them travel through time. So I'm excited. Oh, yeah. And that's we're, fun. We're going to see young Indiana Jones CGI, which I'm, I uh, sure. love when they do that. Sure. It's so weird. Sure. Um, okay. Now, 2011, we've had another three-year break. And we're doing two movies. The Adventures of Tintin, which I'm assuming was an animated film. Don't, didn't <sighs> see it. Mm-mm. And War Horse. I'm unfamiliar with both of those films. No. Yeah. Okay. See, this is, this is, yeah. Okay. Okay, now we're moving into 2012, the next year, and we have a, I'm going to go ahead and say a good movie, which is Lincoln. Mm. I thought what happened with Sally Field in that movie is really important. I think it was important that we see a depiction of a historical figure that felt really um, scary. Okay. You know? Sh- sure. Okay. Daniel Day-Lewis, of course, wins an Oscar. Of course. I mean. Always does. Okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2015, we get to Bridge of Spies. A movie I liked. Didn't see it. Okay. I recommend. And I learned. Okay. I learned something. Yeah. Do you know Mm -hmm. the plot, what it's about? No. It's about this moment right as the Berlin Wall is about to go up. And the complications with moving between those two spaces, and it's, Uh you know, it's, it's political. Okay. Tom Hanks. It's Tom Hanks, I should warn you. With an accent. With an accent. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Now we're in 2016 and he's dealing with kids again and it's the BFG Roll Doll. Well property. this is this is sort of where we get history and we get childhood. That's all he does. You know? Like well, yeah, basically. Well, These you get days, adventure and you get Yeah, it's either for the kids or it's history. But there's yeah, I don't, you know, ET certainly. Certainly. Indiana uh, Jones. It's for kids. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. Okay. 20 2017. Hollywood. Hollywood. 2017, The Post. Oh boy. History. And look, it got adulations. Is that what they say? People people movie. gave it nominations, etc. I didn't couldn't care less. Meryl Streep. No. Really? Uh, oh, no, she is. Yes, she is. But yeah. also Rachel McAdams. She put pl- exactly. Meryl Streep in a caftan. Meryl Streep in a caftan. This is Meryl Streep also when she is the M- Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's yeah. The same Meryl Streep. The same. Okay, now I'm going to get to 2018 and I'm going to say the name of a movie that I, 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 I'm really confused about. And it's called Ready Player One. No, that's not a movie. Is it a video game, maybe? Exactly. So I think we're like, he's, he's going back to his sort of like minority report AI moment and, and he's going Mm -hmm. into, there's some space or something. There's spaceships. I honestly don't know. It's a video game. Kids. I think there's a children's component to this one. Okay. okay. Then we're taking another three-year hiatus. We're dealing with the pandemic. He makes West Side Story. It takes several years to be released because of the pandemic. We get mm-hmm. it. It's not released till 2021. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's his big movie uh-huh. musical. It's, I think, the first musical he ever made. Right? It certainly seems like it. Yeah, I don't think any of the rest of these are musicals. Yeah, no. Okay, 2022, The Fablemans. I cannot speak to these films. I did not see The Fablemans. No. I did no. not see Ready Player One or the BFG. I War Horse? Never saw it. Tintin? Nope. <laughs> so I didn't see the... Well, yeah. There's I, something... I think there's a there's a through line of of a, of an aged feeling to these movies mm. not just like there's something old happening here mm. that's mm-hmm. this is this mm-hmm. is my feeling so um the perspective the tone the content do you so, want to do you want to hear something that'll make you kind of respect steven spielberg quite a bit more well i i have a huge amount of respect so, yeah, no, yeah, as do I. But let's have he, more. This will make him seem more interesting. He both wrote on and produced, but did not direct, Poltergeist. Well, yes, absolutely. I mean, Poltergeist, I, the, the, the insanity of that making of that movie. No, I mean, but also like all of the movies that Steven Spielberg made around that time are bananas and excellent. So true. We're going from... Raiders of the Lost Ark to E.T. to Poltergeist to the Twilight Zone movie. They're we're right. Defin- it's defining cinema. Yeah, we're right like back Hollywood. at Indiana Jones. We're going into the color purple. Come on. He, Come through, honey. He was the executive producer and story writer on The Goonies, which is 
iconic. Wow. He did Empire yeah. of the Sun, which is... Anyway, I, I'm going to cry. Even just saying the title, it. Empire of the Sun, I could cry. I could cry. Wow, that movie. <sighs> um, so thank you, Steven Spielberg. What a body of work. Am I right? Yeah. I think well, I'm just feeling know. like maybe we're done. But maybe not. Apparently not. I mean, look, if it keeps him healthy, up on his feet, active, awake, thinking, curious, make more. I and I what I understand from these Steven's what Aunt Jane told me is that Steven Spielberg makes films on the cheap. Well, I believe it. I believe that Steven Spielberg knows the kind what he's doing before it happens. Yeah. So you're not like wasting time. You're right. making a movie. Yeah. You're not you're not like wandering around. Yeah, I don't think he's blowing budgets and, you know, like supporting no, I think the there's, corrupt there's Hollywood a, there's system. A three year process planning process. Yeah. Well, thanks, Steven. It's like you could feel safe being at a Steven Spielberg movie. At least you kind of know what it's going to look like. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's uh, that's true. It's going to have a certain kind of polish. A polish. Yeah, I mean, st- he's a storyteller. Story. That's the well, through line. He that's knows that, movie. like, sometimes you want to go to the movies to escape and just be swept away. I'm literally doing that ad that Nicole Kidman does. I mean, I wish that Steven Spielberg <laughs> had directed Nope, in a way. Because, like, I'm like, the uh, pacing of this movie is yeah. not good. I didn't see it, but it sounds like there's right. Like a, there's, like, this just basic kind of film structure. Like, move, let's, like, move through this... Let's move through this movie. What's happening here? The pacing is not working. Um, Okay, well, I do still want to watch it. No? Yeah, watch it. All right. Um, Yeah, I mean, it is beautiful. It is not what I expected it to be, mm -hmm. which was not necessarily a good thing. But, um, you know, I I don't know. Guess what? Chicken fat. <laughs> Wait. What? When was slash is your birthday? Uh, not yet. Can you just tell me? But it's Paige Lapari's birthday today. <gasps> today? In the past. In the future. <coughs> Happy birthday, Paige. Go Happy to Archistratus and um, buy some food. Ugh. Leave a huge birthday tip. Eat, eat a rainbow cookie for me and have a, a oh, Domenico's that wife That sounds sandwich. so good. I'm thinking Ugh. about potentially just getting on the train just oh explicitly for like pickled fennel. Ooh, yum. Mm. Ooh, ooh, ah. ooh, mm. ooh, 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 mm. Can we do another Paige Lapari video where they teach us how to make the rainbow cookies? I already did that. You did? Yeah. Can I see it? Is it on YouTube? Um, there's a, like an abstract version. I want used to sell rainbow. Oh. You can take a rainbow cookie class where you learn how to make the rainbow cookies, which mm-hmm. is an insane process. I want to see it online. You want to see it online? I want to see it so I can do it. Okay, well, uh, I, I, I don't know. Okay, rude. Keeping secrets. <laughs> keeping secrets. Well, the video we made is not like a how-to. Let's, I, let's, I'd I'd even be happy to make the S cookies. 
you know? Happy to uh, make the S cookies. I know. I did I did um, ask Paige for the recipe for those. Yum, yum, I yum, yum, yum. I haven't received yum, yum. it yet. Oh, my gosh. Yum. Paige, is, uh, Paige is wise to not be giving out that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, but she will. She will give it to me. Well, I imagine at some point there will be an Archistratus cookbook. I mean, seems yeah. only right. Seems only right. Yeah. Being that it is a cookbook shop. That's right. Um, what a beautiful venture and what a beautiful business Paige has constructed over there. She really has because she's the best. She's the best. She has impeccable taste. The food is always delicious. The Ugh. the the patrons always seem kind and interesting and we love. We're obsessed. I need to I'm... talk I need to call Pam. I think I miss Pam. Call Pam. I saw Pam last week. I know. I never work with Pam anymore because nobody. Yeah. Well, Pam's on a, a little break. Yeah, we. I Pam wish I made was. A million dances. I think I'm going on a break in June. No, July. That's good. July. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't be on a break anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I am work work working. You know, work, 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 I also do need to get back into the the house repairs. And now there's like outside that needs to be attended to. I saw Bird Johnson stopped by. What? Yesterday. Your home? Yeah. Wow. So we talked just not really much. Because basically the problem with the yard is the money. You just, you do need money to do things you really need so much money to do things nicely unless you can just like really batten down the hatches watch those hot people from spain or portugal who've been (laughs) very meticulously building little houses off grid and if you can do what they've done you're using money to do that too barely are they chopping down trees and making lumber well they do buy supplies and yes, stuff that's what i mean they do buy but they make everything not, out of particle board i'm not talking Part- about paying are you listening to, to me do things particle board yeah but that's they're not making particle or board, chipboard honey. they make their whole houses out of chipboard chipboard i don't i'm not into it look i if it's painted and everything's meticulously pieced i don't mind it's just a quality I don't want a chipboard house that looks like a piece of shit, but if it is no, really well no. done, no problem. No problem. No problem. No problem. I saw a YouTube video of a woodworker make this like long, low, built-in bench with storage underneath that has this... Um, okay, bear with me as I try to describe this. Okay. S- little thin wooden slats that are like fabriced together on the back and then they go into a track just like a groove and they slide right okay. so uh-huh. and they there's a curve over to the side of the thing in the in the groove so you can push the slats aside they go through this curved groove and then all the way to the back towards the wall where you don't see them anymore and then you can pull them all the way back to cover the whole entire expanse of this storage underneath great it was exquisite and Magic. i was like wow you really need to have like million dollar Skills. machinery to accomplish yeah. this but like still someone did it at home it was amazing yeah anyways i have to make curtains i can help you how i don't know just give me the dimensions and i can sew them and send them oh, you to can you make me cur- <laughs> 
Oh, I love that. <laughs> literally if you know the fabric you want like i can't imagine you're gonna sew them yeah can you do a good job no well but right now i just have the fabric on a pole oh just to sort of stand in just for what it will it. be yeah that's important if you I were my mom fun. you would just leave it like that for the rest of your life well i'm not um it's pretty close i will say but it's not. It's not right. Okay. But it's... But it... Uh, yeah. Are you planning to put, like, hooks and rings for a track, or you just want to put it directly over the pole and have it be a hemmed no. curtain? No, I want to do this thing that I saw how to do on YouTube. Basically, they're a, a kind of loop on the back. Yeah. So Because I don't want to see the pole, and I yeah. want it to be covered mm. above the pole line. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, um, so basically... It also is a backing situation. I think I can do it. I just have... The thing is, is, like, I have to channel that, like, deep patience. Yeah. That's that's the zone. And you have a sewing Therefore, machine. I have not done it. Yes, I have a sewing machine. Is it decent? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. I mean, I'll... I haven't used it in... Yars and yars, but yards it's there. Yars and yars and yars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it will never happen. There's so many things. Well, maybe that can be the focus of a visit for me to come up and do that. Because, you know, I love to feel like I have a purpose. Yeah, I need to get more uh, fabric for more windows, too. There, you know, there's endless windows is the problem, too. Endless! We could do curtain assembly line and just whack them all out. Whack them all out. Well, they're different styles for different places. Of course. So. Um, but yeah, plastic is coming off the window soon. Very excited. Oh, do you have it there for heat? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. One day you'll replace the windows and you'll have gorgeous double-paned, double-paned windows. Wow, Jeremy, I've had fun today. I'm so glad. Yeah. I'm so glad. I'm glad the conversation turned towards Steven Spielberg for some reason. I I feel, I regret it. Oh, I'm sorry. But only mildly regret it. I just, I'm like, maybe, is there something we could talk about? No, I guess not. I guess you'll have to go to Patreon to get the meat of this episode. You are going to absolutely have to go to Patreon to listen to some really juicy information. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's for all you Broadway Um, heads out there. But we're excited for uh, the Tony nominees. Best costume design. Oh, well, the the, the nominations aren't out yet, so let's not get our hopes up. Well, we have to spread the word. We have to campaign. Oh, campaign. You have to campaign. We're campaigning. campaigning. We're campaigning. I just, I heard a lot of people at the show say, wow, those costumes are unbelievable. Wow, people, wow, wow. people gasped when costumes came out. They gorged. So they kept, they kept doing. <gasps> new costumes, new costumes. New, new, more, more, new, more, new. Yeah, I know. In fact, I, I still haven't even drawn all of them. <laughs> Uh, you're still making more. Uh, no way. Never ends. What's fun is on Friday, they're having a put-in rehearsal in the afternoon for all the understudies in various parts they've not yet gone in for. 
And they're basically going to okay. do a full run through of the show. Everyone in costume, I'm going to go watch it. Wow. Yeah. They just, they're not, they don't, they're not exhausted enough. I know. I feel really sad for them. And also. That is insane. I know. But, but they're, I, yeah, they're not I am, really I'm young. curious. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy that they do that show. I know. More than once. So insane. More than once at all. Every day, uh, 8 o'clock, I exhausting. think. They're doing it again. Well, and sometimes at, like, 2 o'clock. But you know what? Today, they're not. Oh, they're sleeping. They're <laughs> resting. They're complaining. Because it is, in fact, Monday. Um, today on the, um, I listened to the latest episode of the New York City Ballet podcast where Jared Angle moderates a discussion between... Daniel Applebaum, Lars Nelson, and himself about a Balanchine dance called Kammer Musik, Kammer Music Number Two, and uh, Lars is half German at a certain point. Jared said, um, or Daniel said, "What is that? How does that sound in German?" And he goes, "Kammer Musik Nummer Zwei. And I was turned on. I thought, "Wow!" That <laughs> I, I thought, "Wow!" You really can speak German. So, any German language speaking people out there, slide into those DMs. Or not. Slide in. Um, no, 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 or not. Nine, just, yes, nine, just nine, do. order, nine. Ach du, ach du. Yeah. Um, sehr okay. gut. Sehr gut. Yeah. Okay, did you have fun today, Jeremy? Yeah, we're almost at 60 minutes, which means CBS. CBS 60 minutes. Tick, 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 tick. This is 60 minutes. They should retire that show. I'm your host. Uh, We'll see you on Patreon with our special guest, Jacob. Jacob did well. Well, But Jacob isn't using that last name. Oh, really? So, dead Um, name. But also, hello to your dog, Danny and Anders. It was a pleasure seeing them. Oh, it was so nice staying with them. Oh, okay, wait. Okay, don't hang up when we push recording off, okay? Oh, okay. Okay, Okay. goodbye. We love you. Bye, we love you. Bye.